Hello and welcome to the live series podcast where I bring to you some of the best technology leaders across Europe who are prepared to give up their time to share their expertise, stories and ideas in a way to bring the tech community together and inspire the next generation of software engineering professionals. Today I'm delighted to be joined by Divya Bakaria who's the head of data and analytics at Zatu. Now Zatu are one of the most exciting tech businesses in Berlin, specializing in the TV and video streaming space, and they've grown to over 150 people. Now, Divya has been involved in the data and software engineering space now for the last 10 years, and I'm really excited um, to hear about her ideas and her vision around data engineering and the challenges that come with it. So Divya, it's great to have you on the podcast. How are you today? Good. Thank you for inviting me. It's, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on. So as always, I always ask by um, just asking you to introduce yourself to the listeners so that they get a picture as to who you are, how your background is and uh, how you got into data and analytics and developed into the role that, you, that you're in now. Mm-hmm. Let me think. Short version, long version. <laughs> <laughs> We'll try the short version, which is also long, maybe. (laughs) So, yeah, I come from India and uh, uh, I did an MBA and was working in financial risk consulting in India when I decided to move to Germany seven years ago with uh, because uh, my then boyfriend, now husband was studying here and we wanted to explore going to a new country. And uh, uh, when I came in here, I thought people would be wanting me in banks to do financial consulting. (laughs) But (laughs) I did not realize there's something called a language barrier in finance. (laughs) And it did not work out so easily. And uh, what I did is I took up an internship for strategy at an e-commerce company. And I really liked it. And I was good with numbers, so my boss then said, hey, we are trying to internalize the data and analytics here or BI team here. Would you be up for taking that up? And I I think I did not know terms like data warehouse then, most probably. So, uh, so, <laughs> so I'm not sure, but yeah, looking back, at least I'm sure that there were some terms which I had to look up, but he told me this is what we want you to do. And, <laughs> And, but I just took it up and uh, it was, I think, serendipity because uh, I just fell in love. So this is, so I also have a background in software engineering, which I did not like because I want to know the why of things also and just not how to do it. And here was a place where I could get connected with all kinds of business processes. It was geeky and I just think I found my place and I just then grew from there in the space. Fantastic. So that's that's a pretty cool way of of getting into it because you were kind of thrown into it, I suppose, and guiding it. It's not like you'd maybe set out as that's the career path that you wanted to do. You you kind of stumbled on it and then, like you say, you, you fell in love with it. Yeah. So... I mean, I am a data person, so I do believe in taking calculated risk and backing things up with data, but some things in life do happen with serendipity also, like just by chance. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. So how have, um, what, what's, your, what's your current role at the moment over at, um, at uh, Zatu and uh, what, what's your responsibilities there? Yeah, so I lead the data and analytics team here 
which is composed of data engineers, uh, both uh, BI analysts and product analysts, plus mm -hmm. uh, data scientists. So it's basically the entire range of data uh, responsibilities that you can have. Uh, and it's super cool because uh, this is the first time that I am in a place where I have all the three functions together and I love to work with all three, these three functions together. And uh, the two is a TV streaming industry. So you do have a lot of big data and that's very exciting because yeah. uh, the amount of data that you have about the users, about our products is massive and to just get into that and to get bring insights out of this kind of data is like super super in, interesting to yeah. and yeah that's what uh, and i would say what my role exactly is is basically taking care of them all the three functions making sure we have all the uh, all the data processes are running properly we are doing reporting analyzing the data well and we are doing the machine learning uh machine learning functions also well but i feel that like if i have to give you an overarching statement of what my role is it's basically getting better at database decision making in the company so establishing the culture more and more having more processes around it and increasing it in the company perfect i'd like to um i'd like to dive into you know just some of your ideas and your your visions i suppose around what data engineering is um, and what data kind of uh, leadership is. So what would you say data leadership is for you? Mm -hmm. So for me, it's really, um, I've worked in uh, not massive companies, but less than thousand people companies since I came into data, but always in the technology space. And uh, one good thing in this space is that you have a lot of data. Uh, but uh, you do not uh, necessarily, uh, with the size of the companies, are always using uh, the full power of the people to bring insights out. So a lot of the time we, we are stuck in the space where we are like, ah, we can take in this data also, we can take in that data also, but we're not thinking about which one is relevant, which can drive decisions, which one is irrelevant to tackle and that's where I think my passion lies. I want to see more data-driven decisions. I want to see data driving strategy of the company all the time. And that's what I strive for in wherever I am working and whatever teams I'm leading that we get more value out of the data that we have. Fantastic. Fantastic. You, you joined Satu, didn't you? Um, just 10 months ago, pretty much when the pandemic hit. So uh, how's that been for you? <laughs> Interesting, I would say. Zatu <laughs> <laughs> uh, as a company actually did pretty well for uh, handling the whole pandemic in the sense that we were already set up for remote work. Uh, right. There were there are at least four locations that we work out of uh, in so Zurich, Berlin, Hamburg, US. These are places where we have people working from, and then. Uh, there was also this, uh, there, there is this policy that at least once a week, most people are working from home. So uh, this means that our tools to adapt our meetings to, uh, for having people joining in from different locations or not having there was already in place. Yeah. Um, so this stuff kind of works seamlessly. And this was also one of the attractions that I saw, okay, you could also work from home once or twice, yeah. that's cool. <laughs> uh, 
but uh, for me as a new person in the company, what's really important is to understand the undercurrents of the company. So I need to understand how this works, how the people work with each other, the departments and everything. And that was the challenging part being new because uh, I could not meet these people. I could, I had to do all that remotely. And, and, and like, I think we are all not used to doing this stuff remotely yeah. to, to have a casual con- conversation now. Yes. Uh, 10 months in the pandemic. Yes. We are all getting better at that. But at that time to just get introduced to someone and have a casual conversation on a video was, was like kind of very very intimidating stupid i don't know so it it took me time to bond with the team to get to know the company culture a little bit more than usual but i think zatu is doing an awesome job it was very very early that they decided that everyone can work from home till the end of the year and then extending it and doing the right communications and being very practical about the whole thing Cool. Sounds like you adapted really well, which is which is um, which is really good. Um, I know that one of the uh, the things that you wanted to touch upon was um, you know the, the challenges of of being a woman in, in data leadership. What what would you say uh, are kind of the biggest challenges for you in, in data leadership being a being a woman? Yeah. So I would uh, I think normally data is a function where you have lesser women. So being in a place where you're leading teams which are which have less women is anyway harder yeah um and uh, but i think that also goes for any kind of engineering roles i would say uh what is i think especially challenging about data is uh, data is a support function and uh, you, the kind of things that i want to drive is to get more value out of data and uh, that's where you have to actually make sure you're present in rooms where sometimes you're not supposed to be present because data is looked at, okay, someone crunching numbers, but not someone who's driving the strategy mm-hmm. or not as being a support function. And uh, I think that can be harder being a woman because of kind of sometimes biases on both the sides where you're trying to be aggressive on data can, needs to drive value and being a woman. But uh, um, that's something that I know uh, yeah. about and uh, it helps me to know that i am i am working with that in mind yeah so, and one other thing that i feel i i would love to do better at is basically having more women in my team <laughs> so having the right pipelines having the having having just more people in data i feel uh, we are like I think I, th- I think I'm going to quote another women leader that I know who once said to me that women are so structured and organized that they're naturally good at data. Yeah. <laughs> so we're all naturally good at data. So we should be taking up more data roles. And uh, uh, I don't see that happening yet. But I would say that uh, it should be way more natural than maybe more engineering roles. So yeah. I'm hoping that it would change. Uh, especially because data is also pretty sexy in today's day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. What, what what can we do? Because I know this is a this is a topic that I've I've um, I've touched upon a, a couple of times. If you see me on LinkedIn, you'll see that I yeah. post about uh, diversity, inclusion, and bringing more women into tech. Where, where's the problem? You know, ultimately, and, and how do we how do we get it better to the point where there's there's more tech leaders who are women because um, you know I've, I was 
I'm working on a, a VP of engineering role at the moment and probably only 5% of the people that I'm contacting are, are women, you know? Um, so if, if companies are just focusing on people who have been there and done it and they've got the t-shirt, then we're really only fishing in a, a very, very small pond. And we're not really driving people into those positions who have maybe not been there and done it. So how, how do we get more people, uh, more women into tech and more women into leadership positions, do you think? I think uh, we have to, uh, one thing that we do is uh, in our hiring processes that is that the, the ideal person that we think of in the role is the person that we know who are already doing these jobs uh, yeah. in various places, which is mostly the uh, mostly men and yeah. uh, this can this can change if you think of what do women bring in differently and uh, that's something that we have to think about in our hiring processes uh, what can we do differently what is a different mindset good enough one one thing that i pr particularly do when i am hiring is uh, i'm not always looking for uh, knowing every tech tool that you can know i'm looking more for the mindset yeah and uh, that's easier to find uh, than if you have to check box all the tools which is generally more common a hiring practice than not so that's something i would say we all need to get into and uh, i don't know there are two different kinds of thoughts on do we really need uh, set quotas or not in roles i think it this the phase that we are in right now it will help it will help a lot of companies why because otherwise you don't pay attention to it yeah and that's the one way to pay attention to it i know there is a lot of a uh, lot of backlash to it as to then you hire inferior talent and all that but i don't think that's the case you would you would still want to make things better and it has never I don't think it has like on average ever proved out to be the case no. <laughs> wherever it has been tried. So uh, it has always proved out to be better. So I think we need to set that also because uh, if your criteria is a little different to find women in those roles may take a little longer to fill. And then everyone has this time pressure of filling roles and all that. And then they go for the, the pool that is most yeah. obvious. Yeah. I agree. I agree. So what, what are you, is that what you look for then when you're, when you're hiring? Is that, is that the, the, the mindset and, and how, how do you kind of, uh, how do you judge that ultimately? Is that, is that done on uh, rather than technical tests? It's more conversational. Yeah. So to be honest, I'm also adapting. So yeah. sometimes, so I'm actually looking back at my numbers and come back to what it is like and at some point i was doing okay with that and currently i'm not <laughs> so <laughs> so i need i i need to get better at this uh, yeah. but uh, and my current process was made more process driven and that's where i evaluated it's not helping but in even in this process although i'm actually looking more for the mindset which is firstly curiosity a love for data, being able to find structure in data. If it's data engineer that I'm able, then I'm really looking for people who are able to de deal with the four, four Vs of data. Yeah. And uh, if it's an analyst, then they need to understand uh, 
the business that they're dealing with. They need to be able to transition this uh, gap. If there are people who are making uh, are data scientists, then they need to be able to understand what problem are they solving? Where can they apply what kind of data to uh, data? Where, where can we apply what kind of algorithms? And what I feel is that technology changes. You, of course, need some hard skills for doing this. So data is very hard skills oriented. So you need some hard skills, but technology changes. And I can give that a backseat if I am able to see that curiosity, that drive, that ability to connect yeah. the dots. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree completely. There's a, a saying that I live and um, breathe by. You can teach technical skills, but you can't change personality and drive and, and, and their willingness. So if somebody wants to learn something and they've done it before, then they can do it and can't they? But, you know, you can't change the personality ultimately. Yeah, but uh, one challenge that I see in, is that it's not so easy to make processes around uh, around these traits if you are not the only one hiring you have to of course involve seven other people in the hiring yeah. process and and setting up a test to evaluate that setting up something like a presentation to evaluate that where you're evaluating more hard skills than soft skills is just way easier so i'm also struggling to figure out how to do this transition yeah, yeah. cool okay i've got a couple of ideas that i can talk to you about that so i'll fly offline and i think that a lot companies have found that problem they ultimately they, they hire based on technical skills and most of the time they uh, people leave because of the the soft skills and the yeah. so you've just talked about there so there's there's ways in which around uh, that, that can that, that can be done but uh, yeah it's, it's a struggle for a lot of businesses I, I know so um what what do you think is 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 unique about a data about data teams uh the current team that I'm leading, it's the diversity of skill sets. So it's really that uh, data, how data engineers things versus what analysts things versus what data scientists things is completely different. Yeah. And, uh, and we all learn so much from each other so much. And uh, you can like, so you uh, data engineers also have to bridge the gap between engineering and themselves and Analysts are talking to uh, basically all the whole business, all product, everyone. And then basically, if we all connect with each other, we are we can really be the heart of the business. So that's something that I really love about data teams of how diverse we are in our skill sets, how much we can learn with each other. And I learn from my teams every day. <laughs> I love that. I love that passion coming through. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. what's what's the the main challenge i suppose that you think is is facing the, the data industry currently mm -hmm. uh, one thing is of course the challenge that i'm always trying to solve which is getting to insights <laughs> <laughs> so getting more value out of the data so data is growing for everyone in the whole world and yeah. we have found now technologies to process vast amount of data to put it all together but insights are still very hard because you need to be looking at the right place you need to be connecting the people and that's connecting a lot of different things outside inside to be able to finally gain some insights and that's i feel sometimes the focus is not right we are focusing more on we have more data let's process more <laughs> and then we do not get to insights and then it's a vicious cycle of then companies sometimes losing trust in the data teams so, 
So that's definitely one thing that I feel uh, we need a better grip of. Maybe we need more. I also feel that it is about structure in some senses. Uh, product and engineering has really evolved over the last decades, but also in the last few years, the roles like engineering managers did not even exist. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's very, very recent or working in a team where you have designers, product managers, engineers thinking together. That's also very recent. Uh, finding data teams in this setup or also in the business side where you're engraved in the right manner is something that we have not yet figured out. And mm -hmm. I think it will evolve in the next few years where we'll figure out how to set up the teams in smaller organizations, bigger organizations where this this just works better. Uh, what I feel is that currently we have not yet started thinking too much about the problem or there's, I do not see that much material around it, how to structure, how to embed, how not to embed. It's, uh, I mean, both of course does exist, but uh, how things like engineering managers came up, that's, that was, that, that, that's because a lot of people are thinking of this as a priority and that needs to be set up for data teams to then yeah. get to the value. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Okay. So um, just, just finally, I suppose, if you've got, have you got any advice for, for somebody, you know, they're making, looking to make a step into data leadership in the future, what, what advice would you give them? Yeah, I really feel that uh, data really connects the company together and then brings value out of things to drive strategy. So if you're a person who is really keen to understand how the, company works, how, how, how the undertones are set, that's when you should maybe look for data leadership or you are strong in the areas of tech. So one of the tech parts, if you're really passionate about the changing technologies of data, of course, that's also a very good reason to take on data leadership. But a combination of both is where I guess <laughs> the sweet spot is. And yeah but one or the other would also do perfect perfect all right divya and um everyone i really appreciate you uh you tuning in and listening to the episode i hope you've enjoyed it as much as i have um if you have can you please like um give us a comment and let us know what you liked about it and, and share it amongst your friends and colleagues and i'll see you again on the next episode but divya thanks very much for your time thank you